Episode 62. I'm Andy Mindler. I'm Andrew Ford. I'm Rashi. God wow. damn it. Don't mouth my words to me like in the camera. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, I, every episode I want to just like talk over you like at the exact same cadence. And I'm like, Christ. I've been like getting it closer and closer in my head. And I'm like, shit. He noticed my mouth. <laughs> is that what you're doing? Yeah. I was like, is he fucking like me up just on purpose? Because I'm like watching your mouth and I'm talking and my brain's like, what's happening? Or what's the words? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. 100%. Actually. Great. <laughs> For like 10 or, 10 or 15 episodes now, I've, I've had the idea in my mind of talking over you in the intro. But now it's ruined. I can't do it. Yeah, it's totally ruined. <laughs> it's gone. Forever. Except that I'll forget about it and then you can just do it next week and I'll still be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yep. I don't know. Andrew and I are in the same room. This is the first time ever yeah. that Red Mars podcasters have been in the same room together. Yes. At once. I was going to say, how weird is that? Like, you'd think, like, in a year, like, we would have gone together. And then I was like, oh, right, the pandemic. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit. Like, kind of the whole reason why we started doing this. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoops. Just Whoops. reality. Yeah. Kind of slipped out of that for a second there. <laughs> well, now we're back in reality. Hashtag Delta variant. Whoops. Yeah, whoops again. <laughs> Oopsie doodle. I do like this dynamic of like we can just totally overpower Andy now. Because there's nobody else. Yeah. The the center right. of the center of power exists only here. There's two. And we have the camera one, camera two setup going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Discord. You can't see this dear listener. However, there's two cameras going on. Wow, it's sick. Tell your friends. We can just release this episode as a video from the recording that I have going. Wow. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them how I live. Yeah. Only only to our Patreon. Uh, super, Patreon. Super yeah. rad stars. Uh-huh. The super rad yeah. star tier. The super rad star tier. I'll unbutton the top button of my shirt for you guys. Oh, oh my God. Wow. I didn't actually Too Too hot for TV. Yeah. <laughs> but not for Netflix. Yeah, I'm brain dead. I've been playing Tarkov for days. What is they, Tarkov again? I, it's I, that weird Russian game. I, I it's the one where they said on... having female characters was impossible because they're probably oh. weird racists. I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I kept looking on like Discord over the weekend, and I just it's like you were per- perpetually in Tarkov, and I'm like, what the fuck is Tarkov? I'm like, yeah. isn't that old? And I was like, why is he playing that? It's been out for a while. I don't know. They do, they do like the equivalent of seasons where they do an economy reset. So uh-huh. everyone just gets to scrounge around in the dirt for packs of cigarettes and trade them to some guy named Prepper. Named what? Prepper. Used to saying it at the same time doesn't make it easier. Prepper. <laughs> Crapper? Prepper with a P. Prepper. 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 I can't pronounce Russian. I don't know. Proper. Prapper. Preapis? I don't even know her. <laughs> yeah. You scrounge up cigarettes out of dustbins and you hide in a garbage container for hours. It's a fun game. <laughs> it is? Sounds great. Yeah. 
I like it. <laughs> Ford, Ford, when did you get to Rochester? On Friday. So were you? Did you come visit Mike and like just sit in his apartment while he played Tarkov? No. I usually our hanging is like he comes over to where I'm staying and then we just watch movies and drink. Yeah. Play some video games. Uh-huh. What what movies have you guys been watching? <laughs> the most notable or at least most fun one was uh Jason X, uh classic movie from 2001. I, I was just going to ask yeah. him like what the fuck So I've never seen that. a Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> I've never seen anything involving Jason. And this yeah, is my okay. first experience and I have to say wow. It's incredible. I think I think Jason X is probably the most fun one of them I've seen. I don't yeah. think it's it's not like considered to be especially good. No, but like that's the one I've enjoyed the most. It's definitely terrible. Yeah. But it's are like... the others are the others fun? Like I'm using air quotes. Like yeah. I don't I don't recall ever like people referring to Jason. You know what's his name? Jason Voorhees. Verhoeven. Voorhees. Verhoeven. Jason Verhoeven. Uh, as being like a fun guy. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, what like, I say, he doesn't talk. He doesn't emote at all. Yeah. <laughs> like he does express his creativity through murder. Yeah. Because he just really seems to enjoy murdering, and he's always murdering people in very clever, creative ways. Oh, he's an artist. Also, he's immortal. He's been to hell, apparently. Jason Eight or something. He goes to hell, and yeah. he like fights some guys or something. I haven't seen that one. So I don't know. I mean, it's like it's fun in the sense of if you like slasher movies. Yeah, like it's, it's fun. stupid fun. I was like, just remembering uh, all the things that happened in that movie, and it's incredible. Like it starts off with like uh, Jason is in a facility and he's been captured, and then he kills everyone, but they cryogenically freeze him. And then five hundred years later, when the Earth is destroyed, people come back and he's still cryogenically frozen, and they unfreeze him and the woman that was stabbed to death while trying to seal Jason away in the cryogenic tank who's also alive sure i don't know <laughs> why did the, why 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 did they unfreeze him uh cuz they didn't know who he was they're like they were just like yo here's a guy later. murdering he's a cool someone. guy let's unfreeze him yeah let's unfreeze him and they're like this guy's sick and then they go into space and there's a space android that murders Jason and then he gets turned into a cyborg at some point Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. So the the movie starts on Earth. Yeah. In a post-apocalyptic Earth. Yeah. And then... And well, it then starts in a regular space. Earth, and then 400 years later, a spaceship right. lands on post-apocalyptic Earth, and they lift Jason off to go to space. So they go down specifically to get him? No. They go down there for some reason. I think it's research. The premise is that the it's like a group, it's like a professor and a bunch of students researching something. I don't know. I wasn't paying enough space attention. Space sex. Really. Yeah. Yes. They, there's a lot They're, of space yeah. boating, like immediately. Like, of course. Like they get Jason Voorhees on the lab table, and there's two people immediately, like they're like trying to fuck in the room with Jason as he's gone. <laughs> and the other woman who like looks like Britney Spears is like, "You got to get out of here." And then Jason murders her, and then murders the people having sex, and then murders everybody else on the ship, <laughs> who are Does also all survive? having sex. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's actually two you know the classic slasher thing is there's the final girl right there's only usually right. only one but this time it's two the girl oh. and one other guy survive yeah well and, and the, the other girl guy well technically if you count the robot cyborg as oh well. yes right <laughs> there's a weird situation where one of the students is like programming a robot that loves him um uh -huh. so you know sure. that's weird uh and then he has sex with the robot and then like in the next scene she's been upgraded and she is like a super like blood rain murder person like I don't know blood rain uh, Resident Evil the movie Miljovic two guns in her hands 
murdering everything. It's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that Jason becomes a cyborg? Yeah, they have like super technology that can like reanimate, like reattach things or something. I don't know. They use it twice to like bring people back, like that are about to murdered. And then uh... <laughs> there's a, uh, yeah, well, just a quick note on the fancy medical technology. There's a great scene in the beginning where one of the dipshit students, when they're when they're getting Jason, his like he falls over, right, and he's holding the machete, and just the the act of him falling over cuts the guy's arm off, and then they just <laughs> they just reattach the arm like it's no big deal. Yeah, it's twenty four fifty five in the future. Yeah, sure. Yeah, makes sense to me. So so they have the ability to reattach uh, limbs with like nano machines or something. I don't know with nano machines. And what does that have to do with Jason? Well. I don't know. So aside from the fact that Jason is apparently immortal, they eventually kill him with like space guns and stuff. And the robot woman is really good at kicking. I guess I don't know. She's he gets strong. he gets all like blown apart. Like yeah. his fa- half his face is blown off. Yeah, his, his like, legs curious. and arms are blown off. Yeah. Okay. But then uh, like he falls onto the table with all the nano machines on it, and then they just oh. leave him there. And the nano machines like rebuild him as like a super version. And somehow the nano machines build armor onto him, so he's immune to bullets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Why not? Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. Um, that certainly sounds like a movie <laughs> that was made. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was incredibly great. And, um, you know, what, what possessed you to watch this 2001 classic? It's called Jason in space. That's not true. It's called Jason X. And we're like, we should watch that. And then we did. I, yeah. I mean, I've been meaning to watch it for all because I mean, we like to watch stupid shit like that. And like, I realized that that like, wow, this seems real stupid and I haven't seen it yet. So mm-hmm. we should watch it. Yeah. The classic B movie. I mean, I I know about it because of the the podcast. How did this get made? And I'm pretty sure they watched it because I remember hearing about the people having sex and then getting killed, and them being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So there's a lot of that. They're not the only ones. Um. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> oh, they also like destroyed an entire space colony and then never talked about it again. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like, they're gonna dock on the spaceship. And like they're uh-huh. going to dock in a space colony, and a whole bunch of armed guards were going to go save them. Sure. And uh, what happened was, Jason killed the pilot of the spaceship, yeah. and then they just like nine eleven their way through the space colony, like blowing up these <laughs> skyscrapers, like sticking up, and okay. like blew up. The, they eventually like smashed it so hard, I guess, that the entire thing blew up. But the ship, but their was, ship like, was okay. It wasn't okay. Like half of it was gone. And that became a plot point later, but it was totally fine for like an hour. Uh, anyway, they weren't really upset about murdering thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, this movie sounds fantastic, actually. It's, it's I think really I'm good. around. Yeah. It's, it's, if, you, if you watch it. Um, Jason X, now streaming on HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, is it on HBO Max? I get HBO yeah. Max free because of AT&T, so. Well, there you go. Now you know how to have something to watch. Jason yeah. X. It's got a lot... A stupid. <laughs> and as someone who's never seen a Friday the 13th movie, I was not bothered at all by the lack of continuity. Uh, or lack of knowledge of continuity. You know, I thought they brought they brought people in very well. They didn't. It was there like probably the worst is no writing continuity. ever. Um, yeah. Well, a little, but it's not important. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's really no continuity with this fucking movie. <laughs> so, I don't know. They finally kill Jason. Maybe. Not really. There's, there's like a sequel tease at the end. Has there been a movie since Jason X? I think that was the last. I mean, it's certainly the last one chronologically. Um, so I don't think there's actually been a mainline Jason 
movie since then. There was like there was a remake, remake was of the a, original. There was a remake yeah. of the original. Yep. When uh, this is like two thousand. Uh, it's like two thousand seven or two thousand nine. Oh, like okay. Um, back when you know. Horror remake. I guess horror remakes have always been a thing, but like oh, shit, they were especially. I don't remember there. this at all. And there was also Freddy versus Jason. I think that was after that, but there. I don't think there's been any other Friday the Thirteenth movies. There's been there's it's like a weird. It's in a weird like rights situation. I think like a lot of this stuff. Oh uh, yeah, two thousand and nine film Friday the Thirteenth. Who made it? Let's see. Directed by Marcus Nispel. Ah yes, the famous Marcus Nispel. Oh, it's got Jared uh, Padalecki in it. I don't know who that is. He's uh, from Supernatural. I don't know what that is. That's a TV show. Is that the show with werewolves in it? What? Is that the werewolf show? The werewolf? Well, uh, how do I describe Supernatural? It's the one with a bunch of Supernatural bullshit, and it's like two, like, teen brothers or, like, early 20s brothers who drive around solving supernatural stuff i don't fucking know i didn't watch the show i've seen like maybe five episodes of the first season and there's like 11 seasons or some shit i don't know the internet is like real big on supernatural Supernatural, i don't know fucking shit about it i guess nobody knows about it i was thinking of teen wolf for what it's worth (laughs) what one of my friends talks about teen wolf all the time what is teen wolf is that an mtv show show? werewolf in it yeah is that still TV on show. or is that I like i don't know over i have no idea <laughs> i've just heard it in passing and i was like that sounds stupid enough to be like that show <laughs> <laughs> i don't know oh it's like true blood true blood's like, great though well yeah it's well true. i would say season the first, one like two seasons two seasons maybe then they started adding all the stupid shit yeah i don't know i still liked it though i thought it was great holy shit teen wolf had six seasons a hundred episodes a hundred episodes? Why can't we just have like the stupid little ones where it's like eight episodes in a season and you're done? Like, like Netflix. I guess series? they gotta have the content, like like every other, yeah modern TV shows. Short. Get rid of the bullshit. I don't got time for that crap. I don't know. Having like a like to binge a show that has like twenty four episodes for like a season is kind of great because then you have like a shitload of like crappy content to go through. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like too much of a grandpa where like I can't be sitting there with my iPad or whatever fucking around. Like I want to be engaged by the media. If I want to like watch down and sit down and watch a movie, like I got to like sit down and watch it, you know? And like <laughs> I like the uh I like what you're doing right here where you're like it looks like you're like getting ready to poop or something like you're hunching yeah, just like, <laughs> like you're hunching and bearing down. <laughs> how Mike watches movies, yeah, bears that's down. I, do. <laughs> I bear I get I can sit down and then I shit. but that's fucking it i don't want to not do that i don't know it's such a time wasting nonsense maybe not i don't know maybe people like that you don't like multitasking i don't like multitasking yeah good i got a one-track brain i i don't when i watch these terrible terrible tv shows i don't multitask i sit there and watch the show and i absorb all of its terribleness all at once okay i was gonna say that makes sense to me i guess you just like that that's fine yeah, I like really bad things, <laughs> such as <laughs> Bachelor. Uh, yeah, too hot to trot or whatever. Too the hot fuck to handle. About. Okay, <laughs> too hot to trot. It's about sexy horses. <laughs> yeah, trotters. <laughs> it's about the the bottom part of the hoof of a of a pig, the trotter. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I don't know. I used to go to this like in the before times. Like there's a good butcher, and they had this big mural on the wall of all the different parts of the pig, and yeah. the, the 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 feet were called the trotters. And I was like, I guess they are. That's a yeah. trotter, all right. They do, they do all true. the trotting. They trot. You gotta trot and those around. pigs. Too hot to trot. Too hot to trot. You ever seen that that uh, like diagrams of horse bones? I maybe we've talked about this before, but like you see like the horse bones where actually they're not really like they're not analogous to our legs. They're oh, more they're like, like real fingers. Long fingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have seen that. Like horse fingers. Like they just think of like salad fingers, but then like horse fingers. I don't know. Yeah, some weird. Well, there. their hooves are like it, right? Like. Their whole like ankle setup is like a weird finger with like a big nail for the hoof, and they're like, "Oh, that's gross," but it's the truth. Yep, that is. Or is it? Is it the know. truth? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know nothing about horses, but I do like. Um, there's a bunch of those pictures on the internet where they like have the equivalent of like a human being with the same bone oh, yeah. structure, and it looks really fucked up and stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, where like they yeah. show the different like a bat wing, they... so they show like yeah. the wings are actually like a spread out finger. And it's just like like weird fleshy giant fingers and a weird Ugh. tiny hands. You're like, oh, <laughs> it's gross. It's fucking strange. Get that out of here. What other shitty movies have you guys watched together? When you, whenever you, you know, it's a good like classic one we've seen that we enjoyed a lot. Oh my God. I don't I mean, know. We watched a lot. <laughs> we mostly do this in person, and this is the first for reference. It's the first time I've been here in a year and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know, man. We watched. Um, Demons Three, aka the Church, last the other night. That one was weird. It was an Italian horror movie about. Um, was it in Italian, like with subtitles? It was overdubbed. Oh, uh, that makes it so much better. It was really good. The main character looked like Egon Spangler. Uh, what? Not really. Sort of. Um, for but like, is this true? Yeah, he kind of looked like him, I guess, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, Demons. Uh, no, there was like people that were murdered because they thought they were demons. I guess they probably were. I think canonically they were. I don't know. The church murdered a whole bunch of people. And there was like thousands of years later, they built a whole church on top of it. And okay. then the demons came out of the church and like were possessing people. And like, I don't know, there's a lot of weird fucked up shit going on. And at one point, a guy took his own heart out and was looking at it. <laughs> and he was alive? Yeah, and there's like a weird like fucking orgy with a goat having sex with this weird woman like a human goat like a real demon goat man it was very weird <laughs> a human weird. goat <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know it was what, bizarre as what fuck. year was this movie made in 1980 something oh okay all right yeah okay like like spaghetti western era like oh, it had the right. same like weird delayed overdub dialogue as like yeah. a spaghetti western would all right, this is getting my head in a different spot than where I was yeah. like, man, I was thinking like this shitty modern movie, and I'm like, yeah. what? this sounds like trash. Fuck, what was that good Christmas one? I love the shit out of it. The 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 Christmas one where like the twist was like the kid was actually the serial serial killer. <laughs> well, now we're gonna spoil. Oh it. shit! Well, um, <laughs> this is a spoiler alert oh, wow. for a movie that you don't know. Yep, there's a Christmas movie. I think I think I know what you're talking about. Should you say it? I guess you'd say it. Fuck it. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to listen to it, don't listen. Or watch. I don't know. It's a good movie. Say it. <laughs> it's yeah, it's called, it's called Better Watch Out. I think you realize that the kid is super shitty fairly early on. So it's, yeah. not, like a, it doesn't, it's not like the end. It's like the there's like twist at the end. Right? It's like fairly early on. You see the kid is the shit dead. Yeah. But. Hmm. I don't know. He has like a babysitter over and he has like a crush on her. And you're like, oh, this guy's kind of shitty. But like, okay, whatever. And then the family go out of town, and then, like, his buddy comes over, and they, like, do a whole bunch of shitty things. And it's just, like, a weird horror movie where this girl is, like, trapped in this house. 
with this like deranged, disgusting thirteen year old hmm. who is like actually psycho. Well, you know, it's about to be like actually legitimately good horror movie. I like it. Oh. <laughs> um Yeah, that's pretty recent. That's from the past few years, I wanna say. We also watched a lot of Fast and Furious, the greatest series ever. I haven't seen the most recent one because you got to go to a movie theater to see it. But I've been enjoying the wash of Twitter memes about it. There's so many family Twitter memes out there. And yeah. everyone who who knows anything about Fast and Furious, they know that those movies are all about family. They're all about barbecues and family and cars and jiggle butts and butt transitions uh, and family. And my, yeah, my knowledge yeah. of uh, Fast and the Furious is that I watched the first movie probably, God, 10, 8 years ago, maybe. Okay. And it was like, this movie is bad. This is a bad movie. Well, you're bad. And then <laughs> yeah, continue. the next movie I watched was Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> nice. What did you think and about I that And I was one? like, this is fucking wild. <laughs> what the hell is this? Yeah. You get it now. You understand. Hobbs and Shaw yeah. is perfect. Because he holds down a helicopter and like a fucking line of trucks. This is Jason, this is the rock with just yeah. his biceps. Yes, He's got yes, a chain he does, in each hand. That. And there's like a line of cars on one side and a helicopter on the other. And he's holding them together with the power of family. Yeah. His like brother he, like, is driving the truck. Fucking they, like the rock is like, according to Fast and the Furious lore, like stronger than Captain America. Yeah. Because Captain <laughs> America could like, he could barely hold a helicopter down when he yeah. was like from uh, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like he could barely hold it. And the rock fucking like did does better. It. yeah he did it <laughs> and he's not he's, a super soldier at least that we know of he's just a regular human being he just works out a lot maybe captain america should work out more did you think about that captain yeah, maybe maybe yeah. he's fucking sitting on his laurels because he's like i got super juice in me i don't have to work out yeah whereas the rock is all like effort man yeah he's effort <laughs> what 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 of so i haven't seen any of the like actual fast and the furious movies but yeah. like what year was the second one like too fast and furious because i don't think i can sit through like because i mean Basically, the first one was tough. started like, five started five five yeah yeah that's it so like the first one is basically a remake of point break with cars because some guy read an article about the street racing and decided <laughs> to write a movie about it that's, that's like amazing. literally what happened and um so I don't know. I personally like the first one, but it's not a great movie. It's just Point Break. Well, I mean, Point like, Break is probably better, but I mean, I fucking love Fast and the Furious, so you know, Point Break is a lot better. Yeah, uh, it's it's really weird because like if you look at like now, like you look at what they were trying to steal, it was fucking like combo VHS, yeah. like TV DVD players, thing. TVs, yeah, DVD players. So what year was that movie? Oh shit, it's like to 1999 or something. I think I think I think it was like 2001, 1999. I don't know. Too Fast, Too Furious came out really soon after that, though. Yeah, I was going to uh, say that one. 2001. Ooh, I'm so Fast good and Furious. What's, what's Too Fast, Too Furious? Let's see. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious was 2003. And then Tokyo Drift was 2006. Okay. Which, another fun <laughs> fact, uh, Vin Diesel only did the cameo in The Fast and the Furious 3 because he wanted the rights to the Riddick series. The Chronicles of Riddick stuff. Uh, pitch black wait i'm sorry he... hold on a second <laughs> yeah what the fuck did you just say to me <laughs> yeah so two the two fast two furious and the fast and furious three tokyo drift don't have paul walker or vin diesel 
Okay, don't Vin Diesel in the second one. And no Paul Walker in the third one. And Vin Diesel shows up at the very end of the third one as a cameo. And he didn't want to do any he didn't want anything to do with the series. However, he's like, Why? all right, I'll do it if you give me the rights to Chronicles of Riddick. Or to, to Pitch Black, which became the Chronicles of Riddick. That's because the third one was like, you know, a throwaway movie that wasn't supposed to go anywhere. That's really crazy to me that yeah. like it it's I totally forgot. Like this is this is bad, but I totally forgot that like Paul Walker was involved in these movies. But, How like, dare was, you for Paul? <laughs> like that was a huge thing when he died, right? Because they like yeah. CG'd him in. Yep, they what had finished was filming. That? that was Fast and Furious Seven. 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 seven yeah. yeah. So um, he, so he had almost finished filming. Time? Yeah, and then they had his brother stand it, and they CGI'd his face uh, yeah. over his brother. Um, there's that one last scene at the end, right? It's, yeah, just a couple. Yeah. Uh, yep. I think I think there's like maybe one insert and then like something at the end there with him in there. Uh, but it, it, that's pretty wild to like think that like the first three movies don't like have like the cornerstone people in it. No, um, really Paul weird. Walker and Vin Diesel are both in the first one. Yeah, no, but I sorry, I meant like the second and third movie. I guess like oh, you yeah. you like have the first movie and then the the next two are just like goofball like who what is, well, what is the second too fast too furious is kind <laughs> of perfect it's really stupid it's like peak 2000s movie like it is <laughs> dumb as fuck like steve aoki's daughter races a hot pink car in the beginning and they have like really dumb like mass transitions and like i don't know it's absolutely worth it um but if you want the best one it's when they like when they finally figured it out is like kind of the fourth one which is sort of like a soft reboot which is called um, fast and furious yeah the the really actual good one is fast five which is when they added the rock mm -hmm. because it's the rock versus the fast and furious team wow okay so what is like so fast and furious yeah 2009 yeah uh let's see federal bureau of investigation <laughs> in parentheses fbi Thanks. Agent yeah. Brian O'Connor and Dominic yeah. Toretto are forced to work together to avenge the murder of Toretto's lover, Letty Ortiz, Michelle Rodriguez, mm -hmm. and apprehend drug lord Arturo Braga. Yeah. Uh, the film is set five years after the events of The Fast and the Furious and before Tokyo Drift with Sung Kang reprising his role as Han Lu. Yeah. Oh, so that's another thing is that the timeline is fucking crazy because like fast one two and then like i think five six seven and then three and then eight no five six four five six three is after that and then eight nine after that holy shit so wait yeah 79 the fast and the furious tokyo drift yeah was is a 2006 movie but was yeah. it set in like 20 like 18 or something no, they don't think that far ahead. They don't think that far ahead. They play like they like fudge the rules a lot. Okay, but, I think like, this was, this was, was kind like because that would be wild. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't this kind of a retcon to deal with Han's character or something? Yeah, there's a retcons on retcons on retcons. All right, so like, oh, okay. like the the um the the Korean guy Han Solo, <laughs> which is his actual name, lol. Um, Han dies at the end of Fast Three because Fast Three is supposed to be a dumb, stupid movie. Yeah, but like then they uh like really liked like a lot of the stuff that they were doing, I, I guess, I think the director, Justin Lin made five, six and seven. Um, and like, he just wanted to do his own thing. So he like 
three happened, and then they made four. I don't know if he was involved with it or not. He might be. Um, but well, when it they did, when it was time in, to do five, he's, he's like five. Fast five. Wait, Hans in Fast Four. Yeah, he's in Fast and Furious 2009. Oh my god, you're right. He is. Okay, all right. So like, what happens is I, I'm pretty sure after making Tokyo Drift, somehow somehow they convinced everyone to make another movie, right? So they started right. Fast and Furious Four takes place before Tokyo Drift, right? Because they have to set up the backstory about how Vin Diesel and Han knew each other. Wow. Oh, amazing. okay. Anyway, so then there's four, five, and six, which all happened before Tokyo Drift. And then Tokyo Drift happens, and then Seven is all about uh, they they retcon that Jason Statham was actually the reason why Han died, and it wasn't just a horrible car accident uh, with some Yakuza guys or something. But like now, Jason Statham is the biggest and baddest guy ever. Um, but then he's on the team and becomes family. Everyone's family at the end. <laughs> so it's just like everyone's bad until they become family. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Because Charlize Theron is like the new bad guy. She is in Fast Eight. And I haven't seen Fast Nine yet, but I'm assuming she's gonna come back because she like escaped on a jetpack like a fucking cartoon villain. It's really amazing. <laughs> um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, here's just a one sentence uh, explanation for Fast Nine or F Nine. Yeah. Dominic mm. Toretto and his family must stop a world-shattering plot headed by Dominic's estranged younger brother Jacob, who is played by John fucking Cena. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> It's his family. It's family. family. One thing Always is, family. How, have you seen the trailer? It's incredible. They're like, nothing stronger than family. They're like, he's stronger than you. He's better than you. How <laughs> can you defeat him? I don't know. He's going to be sick. Let's, let's, let's read The Fate of the Furious 2017's explanation. Cyber terrorist Cypher, Charlize yeah. Theron, coerces Dominic Toretto into working for her and turns him against his team forcing them to take down Cypher and reunite with him. This is the first film since Tokyo Drift to not feature Walker as O'Connor and Brewster as Mia. Yeah. Who the fuck's Brewster? Uh, Kate Brewster is, um, cannot, in, in, in series, that's John Connor's wife and Vin Diesel's sister, uh, oh. who was also in the first movie, and in the fourth one, and in the fifth one. Sixth one? <laughs> she might not be in the sixth one. Did you say John Connor's wife? No, not John Connor. <laughs> Did I say John Connor? I don't know. Brian O'Connor. Brian O'Connor. Editor's note for some clarity here. Jordana Brewster is actually the name of the actor from Fast and Furious. Uh, and in Terminator, Kate Brewster actually is John Connor's wife. So Roshi was right, just for a different movie. All right, back to the episode. Paul Walker. <laughs> just call it, they should, at like some point, just like get rid of it, just be like, Paul Walker. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he displaced Paul Walker. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, was, I thought you were gonna say like you're just expecting in the tenth one, just like a time portal opens up and Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking walks out of it. I mean, maybe we'll have to see who the who the, there was. There's a there's a Instagram post from Vin Diesel saying they're going all the way to ten. So like, here here's here's open. You know, this can't be the last one. But you know, it's just kind of amazing that that step by step they've become. Uh, everyone's a superhero in that in that series now too like it's it's absolutely incredible but like the the best part about those movies is that like <laughs> sorry i just read like another sentence of the explanation for f9 and yeah. you shouldn't read it because you actually care about this stuff but fucking wild some just absolute wild shit <laughs> excellent i'm excited for it i'm ready for it um yeah the the stuff that happens in those 
shows are nuts. And um, I don't know. So, uh, so my understanding, like my my super barely remembering brain, was that it was about a bunch of street racers, right? Yeah. And an undercover cop. Yeah. Uh, and like the street racers steal cars, right? No, they just steal shit. They don't steal cars. Steal shit. They would like use their street racing to like fuck up big shipping containers. Right. Like, they would like jump onto a truck and like beat up the truck driver and like drive the truck full of a whole bunch of stuff off somewhere. That was their so, like thing, you know. Great. Okay. Um This is the exact story of point break. Right, yeah. Uh so uh, why are they enlisted to help with anything ever? Like you gotta watch all Tucker Nine movies, razor. man. Yeah, but I'm not going to. So like, they could do anything at, like, in a car. Start start <laughs> me at like five. Like, explain to me like, or just like give me a quick synopsis of like, how do these people evolve? Or is it literally just nonsense? They just like bumble through like adventures until suddenly they're working with the FBI for unknown reasons, yeah. and it makes no sense. All right, so the first one, okay. The street racers and they're stealing shit and it's undercover cop. All right, Paul Walker, whatever. They, they whatever. Paul Walker lets Vin Diesel go because he loves him at the end. Right. Um, second movie, Paul Walker's not a cop no more because he got uh, in trouble for letting Paul Vin Diesel go, and he's a street racer now. So he makes tons of money by street racing for races that Ludacris sets up. The rapper Ludacris. Also, interestingly enough, canonically, Ludacris's music is in the <laughs> series because in Fast and Furious One, they're listening to a Ludacris song on the radio. So. <laughs> I don't Ludacris know if Ludacris is, I don't know. Maybe Ludacris exists in the universe. Maybe Ludacris, I don't know, but whatever. So Ludacris. Uh, Luda. Luda. <laughs> Amazing. Vitamin D. Anyway, he sets up street races and Paul Walker's a street racer. And then uh, the cops catch him uh, and they catch need Paul him Walker? to do, they, 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 yeah, they need to. They need him to do stuff. And Paul Walker uh, enlists the help of his friend Tyrese uh, to do a caper where they stop a drug lord. So they're being used by the cops and stop a drug man okay. by doing cop things and driving fast cars. And it's sick. Anyway, <laughs> too fast. You're so this is, you gotta watch it. This is the only film in the main series to not feature diesel. Yeah. Well, he, he's not in it anyway. I don't know. It, he's not featured in the third one. He's just a cameo at the end, but right. He's not in it at all. Anyway, the third one is like stupid. It's like some Texan boy goes to Japan and learns how to drift. And I don't know, Han is the best character, but like the main character is awful. He's like a 30 year old man with a southern <laughs> accent pretending to be a high school kid in Japan. It's really weird. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's like the worst Japanese accent, like known to man. Yeah. Or the worst, like speaking Japanese with a terrible He's accent. He's just like, <laughs> wow. Kodenchi, wow. Like it's, it's really bad. That's anyway. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, it's it might be worth watching. I I love all of them. It is really stupid though. It's from um, 2006, which yeah, is Lil, a bad time. Lil Bow Wow is in it, and he drives a Hulk Hulk van. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's not really that important. The only thing that's important <laughs> is that Han dies at the end, and it's really sad because Han's the best character. Anyway, Fast Furious is um, <laughs> Paul Walker is now an FBI agent for some reason. I guess he's not a criminal anymore. Oh yeah, it uh, says FBI agent Brian O'Connor. What the they fuck? kind of they kind of glossed over how I guess like he was pardoned at the end of Too Fast Too Furious. I don't know. 
They stole a bunch and of money from the drug lord. Like, pardoned and promoted to FBI. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wasn't a police officer anymore. I don't know, maybe he got hired by the FBI. The ironic thing is that he was hired by the FBI to be an undercover agent in the same area that he was an undercover cop in and exposed. So he's an <laughs> undercover FBI agent investigating the street racing in Los Angeles, which is where he was. So, I don't know. I guess the street racing community doesn't recognize Paul Walker despite him being a part of all of the other street racing. Who knows? Um... And what's your face? Uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez is killed by some other drug lord, uh, Mexican drug lord, and they use fast cars to smuggle um, drugs across the border uh, through some weird tunnels. And there's an action set piece in there. I don't know. Vin Diesel kills a guy and like blocks bullets by having his car um, do a wheelie. What? Uh, I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah, Mike, there's Mike a whole bunch of guys him. shooting at him, and like you know, the windshield is not bulletproof, so he does a wheelie in his car. And he blocks a whole bunch of the bullets with the underside of the car, which is apparently more bulletproof than... I'm not than, sure that's true, actually. Yeah, sure, it's the opposite. <laughs> like, there's gas tanks and stuff down there. I don't know. <laughs> He's really good at driving cars, so it works out, and he kills all yep. the bad guys. And Michelle Rodriguez is totally dead until she isn't, and she comes back with amnesia in Fast Five. So wait... Wait, quick, Fast Six. <laughs> quick, Sorry. quick question about Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah. in, the, in the quick description, it says, Agent Brian... O'Connor, like FBI agent Brian O'Connor and Dominic Toretto are forced to work together. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? How do you, what is, he's forced? Um, I think Dominic Toretto is investigating the murder of his dead girlfriend and Paul Walker is an FBI agent um, investigating the same drug cartel or something. I don't know. They kind of don't like each other. I don't know. I don't know. They, then they sort of like each other. I don't know. They, they love each other. It's fine. Weird. They're forced to work together through circumstance, but they totally would have worked together otherwise. Oh, okay. But but Vin Diesel is also a fugitive because of all of the um, thievery okay, that he was sure. doing in the first yep. movie. All right. <laughs> so I don't know. So even as an FBI agent, he's still like fucking around by letting this guy go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's fine. Because at the end of the day, they do the exact same thing and then they all run off to Brazil, which is Fast Five. And okay. then The Rock is the only one cool enough to chase down Paul Walker and team who are planning the most epic, powerful bank heist against evil, corrupt police officers in Brazil. A hundred million dollar from corrupt businessman Hernan Reyes. Yeah. Uh, so he owns all the police and they have, they keep all of his money in a bank vault in the police station. While being uh, pursued for arrest by U.S. Diplomatic Security Service agent Luke Hobbs. Yeah. What Hobbs. the fuck is DSS? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. He's the dude. <laughs> so, you know, at the end, they become best friends. And uh, uh, The Rock gives gives Vin Diesel 24 hours a head start before he chases after him. He's like, you got to get out of here. He's like, you won't catch me. I'm Vin Diesel. I'm too strong. <laughs> and then they're best friends in the next movie. So in six, they're best friends? Well, not really. In six, they're like, we need oh, you guys offered, because... They're offered amnesty for their crimes by yeah. by uh yeah um, the Hobbs and then the United States government because there's another alternate team of super heist fast car driving people who are like the evil version of the family and no one can stop them except for Vin Diesel and the family and also mm -hmm. Michelle Rodriguez came back with amnesia and she's on the evil team so they need to convert her back to the good team with the power of family and then seven. Deckard Shaw, which is Statham, yeah. a rogue special forces assassin, 
seeking to avenge his comatose younger brother Owen. Yeah, he's the bad guy from puts the Dominic one. Toretto and the team in danger once again. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So I so I watched Hobbs and Shaw, right? Yeah. I had no idea the guy was a special forces assassin. Yeah. He was like, a special forces assassin. Duh. I thought he was just like uh like I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what the fuck he was supposed to be. I thought he was he's, like, uh, really strong and good at kicking and driving cars. I don't think they drive too many cars in Hobbs and Shaw. They drive some cars. They drive some. Not a lot. You know. They didn't really want to compete with themselves though, so it makes sense. Yeah. I like how they just in that movie they don't mention that fact. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to come in with all the lore just in the yeah. in your brain. Yeah, it's like in the Avengers movie. They don't go back in time and like talk about Iron Man. That's so, true. Like, Here's yeah. Iron Man. There's nine fucking movies. They like you you you're gonna fucking watch it. Also, I don't think it changes your enjoyment at all, whether or not you know he's a special fortress operative. No, it honestly doesn't like I'm just <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. He can punch now. Great. But that's the thing. Like, it would have taken like one line for them to like do that, where they've been like, yeah, yeah he, the well, special forces assassin. So just think about Jason Statham's family for a minute, because his sister is also an amazing British SAS, whatever the fuck, operative, right? Because she's doing oh, right. some crazy shit in the beginning, and his brother, canonically, who's not in that movie for some reason, is also some like elite, super world terrorist SAS rogue operative too. So like. Wow, that's amazing. Think about that. That's quite a family. It's a family, you know. Also, his brother is the leader of the evil version of the family team in Fast and Furious 6. Right. That could show. This is better than the Marvel Universe is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and then there's the Fate and the Furious, which is Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. She coerces Dominic Toretto to turn against his family. Yeah. Yep. It's major spoilers. I don't know if you care about oh, spoilers. Okay. No, uh, let's not spoil it. <laughs> but there's reasons. Why would he turn against his family? I don't know. You gotta I don't find know. out. Is there a good reason? Nothing more important than family. There's a good reason. Is it actually anyway, good or is it bad? This is this is evil Dom against the, the whole world. It's just like a comic book. It is. It is Dominic Toretto, the strongest member, the leader of the family, is evil. He's turned against it's everyone. Really it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is so comic book. Like, there's this one part in the movie where, like, everyone has these grappling hooks in their car. And they're like, we have to capture Dom. We got to bring him in. And, like, Dom is so good at driving and his car is so powerful that the combined force <laughs> of everyone grappling hooking their car can't stop him. And he does, like, a weird, like, shift roll thing and, like, flips everyone's cars over. And, like, his doors get ripped off and then, like, loses two of the harpoons and he can drive away with his car that's got, like, 10,000 horsepower. Like, oh, my God. His, par- his car is so powerful. What? Why, like, his, his, why is his car so powerful? Because he's Vin Diesel and he's the best driver. And he also has the best car. American muscle. Why didn't they just, why didn't they just get powerful cars? Uh, their cars were powerful. They're just not as powerful. They don't have Vin Diesel powering, giving yeah. it soul. Yeah. It's like an anime. It's like yeah. he like gives it extra power. Extra from, like, horsepower. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the movies, you'd understand. It's all about determination <laughs> and like yeah. family and Vin Diesel and his mumble girl. <laughs> Vin Diesel has so little charisma. Like whenever you put him next yeah. to The Rock, it's just like, wow, The Rock is so good at this. And Vin Diesel's just like, I am Groot, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's right. just you. Cool. That explains why they hired, they hired you for that. 
Also, Fast and Furious 7 had the best fucking part of any movie. Where, like, in the beginning, um, The Rock gets, like, beat up by Jason Statham. And he's, like, crippled and in the hospital. Because he, like, throws him out, like, a four-story building. So his, like, Jeez. arm is broken and his leg is broken. And at the end of the movie, when everything is, like, in trouble... And, and The Rock needs to save everybody. He, like, his daughter's in the room. He's like, Daddy's gotta go to work. And he flexes and his cast just shatters. And he puts a big fucking gun in his holster and goes and saves everyone. It's amazing. He, like, crashes That's... an ambulance into, like, a flying super drone and, like, rips the machine gun off the top of it and, like, fires. It's, like, the greatest thing in the world. It's so perfect. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's all stuff that happened in the movie. That's just word beat for beat. It's not even embellished. <laughs> I, I, I just my brain like it boggles at the idea of reading the script and yeah. being like, "Yeah, we can make this work. I think yeah. we can do this without it being just like an utter pile of garbage." And that like the fact that like they wrote that and then they made it and people love it. <laughs> Like I think the thing is, is that, like, it's not like Michael Bay where he's clearly looking down at his audience. Like, he's like, you guys are fucking stupid. Yeah, you'll watch this, you bitch. <laughs> this movie, like, everyone's just having fun. They're like, this is stupid. I know. This is great. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. I feel like the one that takes itself the most seriously from my perspective is, like, four. Yeah. And to me, that's, like, the worst one because it's just, like, it's, it's just really kind boring. Of trying to be a serious. Yeah, it's trying to be a serious drama. Yeah. When it's, like, not something you can take seriously. Yeah. And that's why, like, five is the best one to start at, because that's that's when they figured it out. They're like, oh, it's stupid. But also, like, the action is all really well done, and it's almost mm -hmm. all practical, at least as much as possible. Like, like the, in the fifth one, like, with the giant fucking, like, bank vault that they're driving around, that's, like, it's, like, tied with steel cable to two Dodge Chargers. Yeah. And they're just driving through the streets, and it's, like, fucking tumbling over and smashing all this shit. And it's, like, a real safe. Like attached to real Dodge Chargers, <laughs> it's like wow. And they like built like a whole bank facade and like rolled the whole thing into it and like destroyed it with like real people standing in there to like jump out of the way <laughs> like stuntmen. I don't know. It's nuts. <laughs> it's so cool. That is. <laughs> and like weirdly, I don't know if they planned it or not, but it has like like the most diverse cast of people and like has like really great characters from all ethnicities and genders and everything. And everyone's just like kicking ass and punching and driving fast cars. And like if throughout, like whenever someone first joins the team, they're like kind of a normal human, but like the more movies they're in, the more superhero they get like ludicrous is like starts off as just like a weird street thug who like organizes races. And now like 10 movies later, he's like, a martial arts expert, a tech expert, can hack any computer and can like fight anybody at any time and also is an expert driver. And everyone on the team is all like that. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> the more movies you end the like more you level up and become like crazy powerful. Yeah, that's so great. I don't know. I'm excited for it. Um the girl that plays Miss Sandy in Game of Thrones is is in the like the most recent ones too. So I'm excited for her to level up too. Cause she was like a super hacker. That invented like the God's Eye, which is some I don't know crazy technology <laughs> thing, and uh, she was just like a normal human being who also had super hacking powers. So, so like she's gonna be in a couple more movies. And my God, I don't know. Maybe she's also gonna have great super punch kick powers, <laughs> super super karate powers. Yeah, everyone just gets it. They just got it now. <laughs> I that's know. I mean that's what you you don't see 
the in between the movies though is like them yeah all training, the training super hard yeah like fucking goku comes down and like <laughs> shows them what's up well that's why that's why haas and shah is good it shows everyone training the whole intro and montage you know the training well i guess only the rock is training jason statham's morning routine is apparently to just make breakfast and then go drink at a bar yeah, like, I was that say, he owns just... i don't know but uh it's unclear <laughs> You don't don't question it. Looks great to me. I know it's perfect. Um, what do you what do you think of these movies, Ford? Where do you where do you stand <laughs> on how furious are you and how fast? <laughs> I'm like three quarters fast and about eighty percent furious, I'd say. Yeah. That's like more than hundred percent. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that adds up for these movies. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. more than a hundred percent. Yeah. I think I mean I I like them I enjoy them as kind of dumb fun I don't I certainly don't know the lore as well as as Roushi does they kind of honestly like I watch them and they kind of go in one ear and out the other just like they that. wash over you the yeah. you, they're an experience they're not something to store inside your brain forever <laughs> yeah right it's just a lot of stuff I don't know especially something like I think Fast and Furious Six they filmed a lot of stuff it was originally going to be two movies so there's two gigantic crazy set pieces back to back so like there's two different movie finales one after the other (laughs) (laughs) there's like a a nutty chase scene on a on a like a suspended highway with a tank and then everyone is trying to race after a giant airplane taking off on the world's longest runway (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of wild to me that it took them five fucking movies to figure out what was good about their movie well i think it's just that the other ones are stupid and like they're like let's do something fun with this and then it, like it caught on but they didn't like ignore the previous continuity which i think is the best way to do it they just kind of kept building on it and like making it dumber in like really good ways i don't know it's like the opposite of, of the modern trend of just like we're gonna restart it and do it right this time we're gonna restart it and do it right this time we'll just stop yeah doing that a bit yeah i don't know it works specifically for this series because it's dumb and they love it. And they're clearly earnest about it as opposed to being stupid. You know, it's not patronizing, patronizing, patronizing. Fast and Furious. So really like this series was like helmed largely by Justin Lin. Yep. Which is crazy. That kind of makes so, sense. I mean, like he kind of, I guess, like, yeah, I guess it is kind of like him finding his way with the series. I will say that Too Fast, Too Furious is like the right kind of stupid. Mm. The first one is pretty serious, quote unquote air quotes on serious. Yep. And the yeah. fourth one is too serious. And the third one is just terrible because it was supposed to be like a cash grab garbage, like low budget sequel. Yeah. And like you could tell that it was like, this is like, you know, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It's the one that goes direct to video and nobody cares, but it makes enough money to make it worth it. Or maybe somebody embezzles money or something. Somebody's getting rich <laughs> off of it, but there's not a lot of money going into the movie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but then, like, you know, they, they just made more of them. And it became its own thing. Its own cinematic universe. I'm wondering if, like, because, like, he, he started... He started with Tokyo Drift, and that's the third movie, right? Yeah. And then he returned for Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. So you said Tokyo Drift is like the right kind of fun where it's like stupid and no, like fun. No, Too and Fast and like... Furious is the right kind of fun. Oh. Tokyo Drift is like borderline unwatchable unless you're really oh. drunk. Uh, it's okay. pretty bad. 
All right, so he did a bad job, and then he did another bad job, and then he did a good job. Yeah, he had to swing both ways on the pendulum, and then finally, okay, we're yeah. in the middle. Well, like, I understand how it worked, right? Like, it's probably more of a, a beast of, like... Because, like, the third one is clearly, like, a throwaway sequel to make money, right? Yeah. The fourth one is in the heyday of the soft reboot. Right. So they're like, we what franchises can we just fucking pull out and make something? And, like, the whole thing was like, oh, it's all the original characters. It's a drama now. It's also serious. It's going to be the good one. But, like, this is stupid. Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, it's stupid. But, like, you can tell how movie executives would be like, okay, whatever. The real question is, how the fuck did Fast Five get made? And why is it so good? <laughs> right. That's, well, yeah. Like, everything so... before it is kind of garbage. You can just delete all of it. Watch Too Fast, Too Furious if you want fun. Watch the first one if you want Tuna with No Crust. I don't know. It's got some good lines in it. I really want to write, finish writing my Wizard People Dear Reader and uh, dramatic reading of that first one. But uh, So it says, uh, while developing Fast Five, Universal Studios deliberately departed from the street racing theme prevalent in the f- previous films in the series to transform the franchise into a heist action series involving cars. By yes. doing so, they hope to attract wider audiences that might otherwise be put off by a heavy emphasis on car and cars and car culture. Five is considered the transitional film in the series, featuring only one car race and giving more attention to action set pieces such as gunfights, brawls, and the heist of a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but I mean, the more important thing is that like they still have the car logic to everything, right? Like the, yeah. the way that these movies work is that the solution to every single problem is that they need to have a faster car, right? <laughs> or the right car for the job. I don't know. There's this, there's like a, a 15 minute 20 sequence in the middle of that movie where like there's a security camera in the police station that rotates at a specific speed. So they need to right. find a car that can drift fast enough to get around the corner before the camera <laughs> rotates. So they just steal a whole bunch of cars and test them on a track to see which ones can drift better. And like that's that's how they solve that problem. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, this is, this is honestly like from reading that it makes me think that um, it's less like. The director, Justin Lin, and more like the studio kind of controlling things. Sure, maybe. And like at five, they were kind of like, this this isn't really working. Let's try making this a little bit more like wider, like general audience appreciation. And uh, that seemed to work. Well, they did it. They did wider audience appreciation, I think, in the right way and not in the wrong way. Um, well, I mean, it seems like they kept like the soul of like the stupidity of it. Yeah. Uh, they just like instead of it being like super all about like Nas and shit like that. Yeah. They were like, no, let's have like fights and stuff and more like action. James Bondy action bullshit. Yeah. But they got to get a cars. team. It's a heist. So they call back all the old people from all the old movies. That was the allure of that one. <laughs> Weird. Great. We just talked about Tokyo Drift and the Fast and Furious movies for 50 minutes. Oh my god. So we well, did it. We did it. I Let's, think we uh, solved it. Let's take a break. Yep. Let's take a break. <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome back. Do you guys want to do... Hey, check this out. Mike, why don't you start us off? I was hoping I go last. <laughs> I didn't actually have one. <laughs> Just Shit, watching Mom. like the fear and like the freeze like happen on your face. Shit. Uh, I'm gonna recommend. Just edit out this long pause here. What no, do you think? <laughs> it's funnier like this. <laughs> I don't actually know what I'm gonna recommend. Do you I was need gonna me say to go? the Fast and Furious Five. I was also gonna say the uh um jason x but we talked about both of those things already i mean you can still recommend it i'm gonna recommend jason x jason goes to space i've never seen a stupid friday the 13th movie but this makes me want to watch more and it makes me sad that it's probably the only one that i would actually enjoy (laughs) probably true at the end of the movie they use a hologram of of ladies taking their shirts off to distract Jason because he wants to kill people having premarital sex. He murders both of them in VR. (laughs) Is that, is that real? Like that's his motivation. I think so. I mean, it's a slasher thing. It tends to happen. He's a, he's a silent guy in a hockey mask. What kind of motivation do you think he has? Yeah. I don't know. So like, isn't that the whole thing? I read this somewhere that like the first one, the whole reason like that, like the whole slasher. He's things. not even in the first movie. Yeah, but like the whole reason the whole slasher thing with like people fucking came from the first movie where Friday the Thirteenth. The reason the people got murdered is because the two camp counselors weren't watching the child, Jason, who was the child, and they were fucking, and he drowned, and the mm-hmm. kid drowned. So they were murdered because they didn't pay attention to the kid, not because they were fucking. But the yeah. trope became kind of like grew out of that. And then, like, the whole slasher genre came out of that? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if the whole thing came out of it, but... <laughs> the, for, uh, like, you uh, are simplifying. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I'm going to... This, this is a dumb article that I read. That's all. I, I'm just... First, for the record, we can talk about this in a separate separate episode. Friday the 13th was a big ripoff of Halloween. Halloween did come first. Oh. Halloween did have a kind of situation where, like, people were having sex and then they got killed. But that was kind of a coincidence. They didn't... John Carpenter didn't intend that that was, like, what the movie was about. It just happens that, like, oh, this is when people are vulnerable. And they get killed. Yeah. And then Friday the 13th was just a big ripoff of Halloween because the guy was kind of a hack. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense because, you know, John Carpenter is a good filmmaker. Yes. And I don't know. Whatever. Well, yeah. Ford, what, have, what, have, what are you going to recommend? All right. Total change of pace. I'm going to recommend the Sonic 30th Anniversary Symphony Concert, uh, which you can find on YouTube. Um, it, it premiered uh, probably a couple of weeks ago. It's a big you know, Sonic 30th anniversary event. Um, I think if you have any nostalgia for Sonic at all, you'll probably feel some things and have a great time watching this. So a lot of the first part of the show is a bunch of orchestral arrangements going all the way from the earliest Genesis games all the way through the newest ones. And then in the second half of the show, they have bands, including the original butt rock band 
from the Sonic Adventure games, Crush 40, with the original vocalist Whoa. singing those classic songs, Whoa. such as Live and Learn. Wow. And Open Your Heart. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Holy shit. Holy do, they, shit. do they do the one where they drive to San Francisco roads? Yeah. Yeah, they did that one. It's it's just great. Sonic music. It's awesome. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm selfishly recommending it because uh, I actually know a couple of people who work on the show. Oh wow! So, <laughs> they, they they work at Isotope. So sweet, nice, yeah, great. I wish I had any like nostalgia or even knowledge of like Sonic music. I don't. I never really played the games because I didn't have Sega. I didn't know anyone that had Sega and just you wasn't me. a part of uh... and Rashi. <laughs> we're both being yeah, pointed at but i guess i never invited you over to play sonic i'm sorry yeah yeah i mean like i think like at that at the age range that i'm thinking yeah of, that was the range. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> i don't even think we really hung out until high school maybe like sixth grade i don't know yeah. <laughs> no we we hung out in because we met in fucking fifth grade fifth grade maybe middle school i think it was fifth grade somewhere in yeah, there middle school uh i met but, this asshole in the fourth grade Mm-hmm. Yeah, so probably didn't really start hanging out until, like, no, I I, I clearly remember us hanging out in like fifth grade. <laughs> so I don't know. Fuck, <laughs> I man. drank all those memories away. I guess I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember my twenties though. So I don't. You know, it's all gone. It's all gone. Well, Every bit of whatever. it. Who cares? So well, I don't think I ever brought my Sega Genesis over. That that that's what you're asking. No, well, also, you yeah, had a Super I, Nintendo, that, which always seemed way cooler. So I was like, fuck, man, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But Sonic music is very good. I'm going to recommend the Netflix special um, by Bone Burnham, Inside. It's uh, his 2020. It was released in 2021, but he made it in 2020. Uh, it's his comedy special that he made. Like he shot and like did everything, like edited everything, wrote all the music and stuff himself in his like backyard studio apartment thing and it's very good it's the music is real like legitimately good uh it's extremely funny uh and it's extremely smart and um thoughtful and he does kind of like a magic trick of sorts where he he sings about and says kind of like stupid things but they're ex- like when you really pay attention all of his stuff is extremely insightful and fairly deep and he gets to the core of a lot of things and uh he really does a great job of kind of encapsulating what it felt like to live in 2020 um while singing stupid songs about white women's instagrams mm. um and Jeff Bezos, I don't know, he, like, it's really good. But then he has songs that are, like, really, like, like they cut deep in some areas. And you're just like, why? how the hell did you manage to do this while singing about, like, feeling like shit? <laughs> um, it's very good. And, like, extremely pretty. Like, for being one guy in, like, an apartment, like, he does a lot of, like, interesting lighting and stuff and is really clever about the shots and they look really good like i like he talks about like being uh like depressed and stuff and just getting up and still writing music and i'm like i don't know how the hell you make something so good 
by yourself and like sit there and actually produce it. And it's also kind of amazing because he mentions at one point that uh, he stopped doing comedy for five years. Like he's been, he's been making comedy stuff and like producing stuff since he was 16. Maybe I remember he did, he was like really big on vine. He had like a bunch of vines. Uh, so, uh, he's been kind of like a comedian of sorts, like a musical comedian since 16. He was born in 1990. So it's been like 14 years or something that he's been doing this. And he, like, he, he has a 2016 special that you can watch on Netflix, which we just watched. I hadn't seen any of his stuff before inside. And it's really interesting because, um, <laughs> you kind of see like it, it, like watching inside and then watching that one you're like oh i see how you got from here to there but it's also amazing that it's been like like that was his like he stopped doing comedy after that special five years and then he's like i'm doing like he said he, he was having terrible panic attacks so he stopped doing it and he uh decided in january of 2020 to get back in it start doing comedy again (laughs) (laughs) and then the pandemic hit um but one of the another interesting thing is um his his 2016 comedy special um it ends like it's like a stage production where he's like doing everything on stage and then it ends with like a weird little kind of like vignette thing of him singing um about like the show being over but it's shot in his back studio apartment and like it's about and then like he walks out of it and it's really weird in a in a very strange way that that ends with him in the studio apartment and then his next special is all about (laughs) being inside of that studio apartment and i was just like that is a weird kind of coincidence thing and like it makes a strange continuity, but it's great. It's kind of amazing, it's funny. So I recommend that. I should watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I've had like a, a huge amount of people recommend that. I've been waiting for the right moment, the right vibe. I've been told it's a it's a thing. It's a whole thing. You gotta be ready for I, it. I, I think you gotta sit down like you're bigger... taking a shit. People make a bigger deal about that because, like, people kind of like I notice that as well, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, like I guess people like say like it's super depressing and stuff. I didn't think it's super depressing. I think it's more like existential, and I guess maybe makes you think about a lot of stuff that happened this year. Like, I don't know. It. I didn't think it was like exceptionally depressing. I guess if you haven't been paying a lot, like close enough attention to everything that's going on this year and you suddenly take it all in via this special. Yeah. I guess it can be a little depressing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, from my perspective, it's more like, I don't want to be like, eh, I don't want to watch this right now. You know, like I, I wouldn't want to sit down and watch something like that. You know, it's like watching a, I don't know. Like if you're going to sit down and watch a classic movie, you don't Let's want to be in the right I movie would... for it. You want to be in the right mood for it because yeah. otherwise you just be like, Oh, fuck this. You know, I, I, I would not approach it like that because it's it's also very stupid at times. So it's like, 
you kind of need to go just like just watch it mm. because it's a lot of different things all at once. Cool. And it's Perfect. just worth watching and laughing at. I think we solved so, it. So you can find me on Twitter. I'm at A Mindler. Where can people find you guys? I am on Twitter at Radhesion, also soundcloud.com slash adhesion and adhesion.bandcamp.com. You can get in contact with all of us at Team Red Mars on Twitter, redmars.com and redmars.h.io. Brett is not here. Someone's got to say it. Uh, this episode was edited by Andy Ford, and the music is by Andy Ford. Yes. This is an Andy Ford production. Mm-hmm. Funded and financed by Andrew Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Dicks. Yep. Uh, was it? Were there other things that he says? I can't remember now. I don't. I, I think don't that's. I, I think, think that's, that's it. it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we did it. We made an episode. We can say goodbye. Thank you all for listening, and thank you two for joining me today. <laughs> <laughs> His mic flicks me off continuously. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye.